From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning to you. Yeah, very good morning, Mike. Very keen to know what's going on at Sky, but talk to me about Fletcher Building first. Yeah, I will. I will. Big weekend, though, eh? Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, financial markets just keep going. No pause or rest. Um, yeah, so on Friday, Mike, share market had two sort of material developments. Yeah, Fletcher Building uh, responded to the to Australian building company BGC. They'd levelled that $1.8 sort of billion dollar, uh, number uh, regarding the sort of profit pipe installation issue in Australia, but most specifically in, in Western Australia. So Fletcher Building had a briefing with market media on Friday afternoon, and it, it was a strong response. And I think I said on Friday that that what was needed now was a robust technical sort of response to the BGG, BGC stance. And I, I think we got that. Look, there's obviously an issue here that's not going away. Uh, but what you are seeing here is the two key parties involved in this sort of positioning themselves. And, and the ball in play is liability. And I think Fletcher Building and, and Ross Taylor did a very good job on Friday of focusing the issue back on installation techniques and away from the product. I mean, their testing today proves no manufacturing defect. They pointed out that there's no abnormal sort of leak rate on the East Coast, so which sort of suspect that maybe the installation uh, over in Western Australia has been different. I think they also managed to start to clarify the extent of the issue and the extent uh, potential remediation. But really importantly also, Mike, I think the, F- the Fletch building response should be and we wait to see this, but it should be successful in mitigating the degree to which the market will react this morning when trading in Fletcher Building shares resumes when the trading holes is lifted. And analysts' market view seems to be that the the appropriate movement in the share price sort of to reflect potential future liability will be quite contained. And my take is that the $1.8 billion number put forward by BGC will be seen eventually it will be seen as unrealistic inflammatory and and just kind of silly really um uh, but we'll see what happens this morning mike and we'll report back tomorrow morning okay sky tv yeah share price jumped 13 and a half percent well almost 13 and a half percent on friday uh, to two dollars 80 it's over years since that share price has been there but very early days but the company reported on friday it has a potential suitor uh, so it announced this uh, ahead of their 2023 results announcement they really only announced it because of the impact on their share buyback program uh, no disclosure of the identity of the other party or any details of the term so the approach has been described as a highly conditional non-bounding non-binding preliminary expression of interest to acquire all of the shares so they went into a trading hot look there has been chatter mike about private equity interest in in sky tv uh, look we think that there's unrecognized value in the company at the current share price so that would tend to bring private equity into the sort of party but we'll keep you posted very early days okay what well, what do we call card spending is it anemic is it problematic what is it uh, yeah, it's 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 certainly notable uh, card spending data on Friday. So, but here's further evidence, Mike, of the state of the economy that will now become a challenge for the incoming administration. Uh, retail spending fell by 0.8% in September. Uh, that was weaker than expected. And we've talked, Mike, about quarter three being harder work than quarter two. This observation of weaker spending, it was pretty widespread. You saw grocery spending down, household durable spending down, apparel spending down 2.8%. Fuel spending was down despite a rise in the price of fuel. Now, Westpac made, I thought, thought an interesting observation here. They looked at the quarter, spending across the quarter. Now, it was up 4%, but, and it's really important, your population's growing all the time exactly. at the moment. It grew by 2%. We've got, all the, you know, got a whole lot of new people coming in. That naturally lifts spending, but also prices went up by 6%. So, again, what this points to is what is the underlying momentum, and, and I think it's weak. I think it's waning. 
Okay, and then we get the, well, we don't have a government. We sort of have a government, but we don't have a government. So what's the market going to do with that? Yeah, so look, Mike, I think first of all, we've got to get a government in place. Uh, I think undoubtedly you're going to see a lift in business confidence, business confidence of wills, and that's crucial because when people are confident, they're confident. They, they'll put money into their business and they'll take risk. But some of the, some of the cost of living issues, inflation, you say RBNZ potential action, none of those things go away. They don't change overnight. And of course, the global inferences as well. I think one of the key things for the market, Mike, and I know we're a bit short of time, but what policy considerations have to come into play if they have to form a three-way coalition, and I think that's going to probably be quite key. Exactly. What are the numbers? So Dow Jones was up 39 points on Friday night, 33670. That's about 0.1 of a percent. But the other markets in the US were lower, uh, half a percent fall in the S&P 500, closing at 4327, and over a 1% fall in the NASDAQ, 13,407. The FTSE 100 lost uh, 0.59% on Friday, 7599. Uh, the Nikkei down just over half a percent as well, 32,316. Shanghai Composite uh, down 0.64%, 3088. ASX 200, the Aussies, uh, 7051 was the close there, down just over half percent. We lost eight points in the NZX50 on Friday, 0.126926. Kiwi dollar, Mike, this is interesting, quite weak, uh, 0.5882 on Friday against the US was the close, 0.9328 against the Aussie, 0.5593 euro, 0.4840 pounds, 87.29 against the Japanese yen. Now, gold surged on Friday, $1,933, as did oil, uh, $90 and 89 cents. All right, mate, you have a good one. We'll catch up tomorrow. Appreciate it very much. Andrew Kelleher, jmywealth.co.nz. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.